Welcome to the awesome pod mix. You are listening to Abby. The idea behind this podcast was to talk about how certain movies and TV shows made me feel when I watched them for the very first time. A reputed filmmaker once said, "When a piece of art invokes a similar feeling amidst a large audience, it's the triumph of the filmmaker. That's the magic of cinema." I love the magic of cinema. Today I'll talk about one of my favorite episodes of Marvel Studios, What If. Whether Marvel creates movies or TV shows, they are all cinematic. Animation is cinema. This episode's title is What If Captain Carter Was the First Avenger, written by AC Bradley and directed by Brian Andrews. I want to get this thing out of the way first. Packing a 2 and a half hour story into 30 minutes doesn't do it justice. Peggy Carter has been a badass since her introduction into the MCU with Captain America the First Avenger. We further witnessed her badassery in the ABC show Agent Carter, executive produced by Kevin Feige and created by Christopher Marcus and Steven McFeely. I love that show so much. I wish they could bring it back. The season 2 finale was left on a cliffhanger. We also got a glimpse of her reunion with Cap in Endgame. Marcus and McFeely wrote the Captain America franchise and the last two Avengers movies. I love that they took a complex concept and wrote it simply and effectively. I had very high hopes from this what if episode. The beats of Captain Carter's story are similar to Captain America's movie with some minor changes. The inciting incident of the story is when Peggy chooses to stay rather than watch from the booth during the Project Rebirth experiment. When the inevitable bomb goes off, Steve gets injured and Peggy takes the serum instead. Even the shots leading up to the serum infusion are almost identical to Captain America. Even after the serum infusion, Peggy is constantly undermined, but she always proves her naysayers wrong. Peggy knocks off the punching bag like Cap in the first Avengers movie. She also kickflips the weight disc just like Cap did to his shield in Captain America the Winter Soldier post the elevator fight. Steve jokes about how Flynn could make Peggy attend the USO tour to sell war bonds, a reference to Captain America movie. Bradley Whitford voiced Flynn, who also played the same role in One Shot Agent Carter. Bucky's intro is off-screen in a passing line because the story is about Peggy, not Steven Bucky. The dialogue "Don't worry about me, I was never much of a dancer" came out of nowhere. It was an important conversation starter in the first movie, and their whole love story hinges on the promise of the dance they never got to have until Endgame. Howard could track the gamma signature in Tonsberg just like Bruce did in the first Avengers. The picture of the Tesseract beautifully transitions to an ice cube in a drink. Stark makes a costume and shield for Peggy under Howard designer clothing. Peggy fights the Hydra men transporting the Tesseract and captures Arnim Zola. He goes, "Shizer," Peggy says, "Exactly." I love that Peggy gives herself a promotion to captain because Flynn is not seeing her value. I know my value. Anyone else's opinion doesn't really matter. This is a quote from Agent Carter written by Michelle Fazekas and Tara Butters from season 1 episode 8 titled Valediction. I wish this episode of What If had incorporated this line of dialogue as well. It's such a character defining dialogue for Peggy. Howard uses the Tesseract as a battery to build the Hydra Stomper. Peggy rescues the howling commandos including Bucky. They step out of the enemy territory fighting just like Cap in his first movie. Steve arrives as air support for Peggy. Steve cheers for Peggy as Bucky did for Cap in the first movie. Steve writes on the Hydra Stomper "Hello from Brooklyn" because Steve is from Brooklyn. Over a musical montage, Peggy and Steve team up and win multiple battles, creating havoc in Red Skull's words. 
It's nice to see Peggy and Steve boost each other's morale and call each other their heroes. Peggy, Steve, Bucky and the Howling Commandos are about to capture Red Skull from the train in the Alps during their mission where Eagles dare. Bucky almost slips while trying to land on the moving train, but Peggy saves him. Peggy loses Steve in the train explosion. Peggy interrogates Arnim Zola. Zola swears he wouldn't tell her anything. Cut to, he tells her everything. Peggy storms Castle Craig to avenge Steve. Red Skull powers up the Tesseract. A tentacle monster appears from the portal. Red Skull is crushed by the same tentacle monster. Bucky finds Steve. Steve wants to get into the Hydra Stomper, but it doesn't charge without the Tesseract. Steve falls to the ground. Bucky asks if Steve is fine, because they don't have all day. Howard is figuring out a way to send the tentacle monster back by closing the portal, but fails. Steve saves Bucky and the Howling Commandos. Peggy pushes the tentacle monster back into the portal. Steve and Peggy promise to have a dance date. Peggy disappears along with the monster into the portal. The Tesseract opens a portal during Project Pegasus from 2012 Avengers movie with Fury and Clint on the other side. Peggy steps out of the portal along with severed tentacles of the monster. It's almost 70 years later. You feel the pain that she didn't get to have that dance with Steve, just like Cap in the first movie. I wish they took more time to develop the story between Peggy and Steve. I wish the screenplay had more connective tissue and memorable dialogue. But despite my expectations, it was a pretty decent episode. You can listen to the awesome pod mix and subscribe to it on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music and Google Podcasts. If you like what I'm doing, I'll soon be launching the awesome Podmix page on Patreon and you can support me there. Thanks for listening.